0: Volunteer State. It's time to join the The nation with Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and (laughs) VolQuest.com. Presented by Mortgage Investors Group. Breaking news and giving expert analysis. For the next hour, Chris and Austin will take your calls on college athletics around the SEC and the nation. College football,
1: basketball, special guests, recruiting and more. The The nation. Hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group. Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee. Learn more at MIGonline.com. By Texas Roadhouse, your home for legendary food and legendary service. Twelve area East Tennessee restaurants. By Marathon. Want to get a full tank of freedom? Stop by your neighborhood marathon station. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. By Blue Bunny Ice Cream, available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. By Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK. And by Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light, made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Distributed across the volunteer state by Cherokee Distributing. The nation is also brought to you by...
2: It's great to be back for, and there's been some debate. Austin Price is, is our 15th or 16th year of the nation. We've got to get Bloodhound Bud Ford on that. He can let us know. But great to be back in the nation. Uh, we'd like to thank our presenting sponsor, Mortgage Investors Group, for helping bring you the nation each week. We certainly couldn't do this show without those fine folks. Let, let's not waste any more time. I'm with Austin Price, my main man. Uh, surprised to see you here. At at Texas Roadhouse and on the golf course. That's first and foremost. Well, let's not waste any time. <laughs> Speaking of the golf course... Uh, Another guy that likes to play golf. But not this time of year. No. And that's head football coach Jeremy Pruitt. Jeremy, man, we really appreciate you spending some time with us tonight on the Nation of balls coming out of there. I guess it was your last full scrimmage of the preseason. Uh, how'd it go?
3: You know, Chris, it was uh, a lot of good. Um, we, we have... Uh, A lot of guys that have experience, and we've got several guys that are new to the program, they wasn't here in the spring, they have a lot of potential, so, um, you know, it's pretty obvious, the guys that have have had uh, multiple years under their belt, uh, when it comes to experience, and the guys that, you know, heck, this is their 14th practice, so it shows, so, uh, just got to keep coaching them up, and players have really good attitudes, and, um, got a couple more weeks to keep working here.
2: Jeremy, and that sort of segues what I wanted to ask you next. As you look at this team, this group of players out there on the field, what is most different now as you look at this team compared to this time last year?
3: Well, I mean, it. it it's, I hadn't really thought. I'm, I'm really just thinking about the team that we have right now and, um, you know, we, we have a quarterback who has some experience. Um, you know, we've got guys up front, um, on the offensive line, maybe the, the same combinations have not played together, but off and on over the last couple of years, there's guys that have some experience there. Got some experience at, at, at the skill positions on offense. Uh, you know, defensively is where there's, it's not as near the experience that we have on offense. And, you know, our specialists are returning. So there's some familiarity there in the second year in the program.
4: Jeremy, it's Austin. How how much urgency do you see with some of those veteran guys? I mean, I know you, you talked about some of the younger kids only being here for 14 or 15 practices, but they're obviously making some plays and and they're extremely talented. Do you like to see some urgency out of your guys when you hit this point in fall camp when you've got about two weeks left before Georgia State?
3: Well, you know, we, we've had a really good camp. Uh, I think we've got good leadership on this team. Um, you know, with good leadership, you need to have some guys that are willing to follow the leaders a little bit. And I think I've said for a while now that, you know, we really have a good vibe in our program. Um you know, everybody has a good understanding of expectations every single day. and You know, and you've got guys that are holding each other accountable to those expectations.
2: Hey, Jeremy, it's Chris again. You know, one of the things uh, sort of doubling back on what we were talking about a minute ago, and I know in the conversations the two of us have had over the last year, and this is the case everywhere, you're always wanting to get faster and create more team speed. Do you see that in this group, not only offensively but defensively?
3: Well, we are definitely uh, we definitely have more team speed than we had last year. Are we where we need to be yet? Probably not. Um, but our, our guys are working hard. I think our coaches and our players have a good understanding of what we're trying to get done. Um, they've been efficient with their time at practice, and uh, I've seen improvement from the spring to the fall. You go back to the
4: offseason, Coach. <clears throat> Maryland comes hard after Craig Fitzgerald. He elects to stay. For all the talks of Henry Toa Toa and Darnell Wright and Clavaris Crouch, is maybe the biggest person that you got, you know, to stick around in this program, Craig Fitzgerald, just because you look at your team, they do look a lot different than they did a year ago.
3: Well, I think Craig and his staff have done a really good job along with Rachel uh Feaster and you know, she's our nutritionist and her staff and you gotta throw in the training staff too. They all work together there. Geronimo uh, Boshe and Dr. Plink, They they work really well together. Uh you know, so th- these guys have worked hard. Um uh, you know, and, and and there's good bodies to and good brains to put on some weight and you know, the players have to be willing too, you know, so it's it's uh there's a little bit of give and take there, and I think uh, our players are, are excited about where they're at at this point in time. And I know they like to go to work every single day. So uh, when you like to go to work, uh, you have an opportunity to improve and, and get better every day, and our, our kids uh, are doing that.
2: Jeremy, it's Chris again. You know, I know you want to keep stacking recruiting classes on top of recruiting classes. That's the only way you're ever going to win in the SEC. You've been enough places to know that. As you look now, though, at the competition on the practice field, and granted, you know, you've had just a couple of classes, you bring in guys like, you know, Krauts and Wright and some of these guys, name Morris. What have you seen along those lines? Have you been able to create more competition? And, and what has that been like, not only right now, but in the spring leading up to where we
3: are now? Well, you know, this time last year, we couldn't practice the way we practice right now. Just based off numbers alone, and we're, and we're still, there's uh, most of our football team, um, we're probably only um, at 2D, um, you know, so we've got to continue to recruit at a high level. Uh, we only have probably six to eight seniors that uh, to play this year, and uh, we got a young football team, so we got to stack uh, another class and this will be the first class that we signed 25 guys in, you know. Uh, when we took the job in, on December the 7th, we had 12 days for the first signing class. I wouldn't really consider that a signing class. So we basically had one. Right. Uh, and we couldn't sign 25 guys. So we can sign 25 guys in this class. So um, the big thing to me is the players that are here, that, have, that were here before I got here, they, that, that are still here, that worked really hard. Uh, try to transform their bodies and and um and, and really done a nice job so um i, I like their team i like the direction we're headed are we where we need to be right now probably not but we're we're headed there in a hurry
2: you know jeremy haven't gotten to know trey smith his dad henry sister ashley in the last year or so and, and i get to ask this all the time Is he really as good a kid as he comes across and my answer is always the same absolutely he is and i know we all have trey as a person in our thoughts but the other question is where is he football wise do you guys know yet if he will be available to play this season and, and when might you know
3: you know our, our uh, medical staff has has worked really hard uh throughout this entire process number one to ensure Trey's safety and health um, you know the football has always been secondary. First and foremost, it's been his health, and uh, we'll continue to do that. Trey's still involved with the team. He's worked hard every day, and um, you know, and, and and as we get closer to the season, um, you know, our, our doctors and training staff they'll in, implement a plan that will give him an opportunity to to possibly play again. Jeremy. How, are you, how do you feel like you've
4: adjusted to being a head coach? You're now, you know, in year two. Where where have you seen yourself grow as a coach? I mean, obviously a well-acclaimed defensive coordinator, but now that you're a, an established head coach, from, from the moment you took the job on December 7th to now, where do you feel like you've gotten better?
3: You know, well, I, I thought you was talking about growth there for a second. I was going to say the first Place is my waistband. Uh, i, I got to do something about that for sure. Uh, but just, I mean, the, it, it doesn't matter what you're doing. When you do something for the first time, uh, you know, you learn a lot of things about yourself. You, you learn some things that you, you do really well, some things that you, maybe you don't. And um, so you, you, you got to adjust. You got, if you're doing something that you're not having a lot of success at, don't don't continue to do it right so um i think the longer you do something uh, the better you get at it and um you know the second time around you know we'll be more efficient with our time and uh use the men that we've got in our program because we got a great coaching staff and and um, use and lean on those guys
2: so jeremy this is chris so what you're saying is is your wife casey's a pretty good cook so what you're trying to tell us
3: Casey is a great
2: cook. <laughs> Talking about growing as a head coach.
3: But, she, but, she, but she's always been a good cook. I just got to find time to get my exercise in. Yeah,
2: I, we, hey, br- brother, we're all there. I can promise you that. You know, and going back to, to being a head coach and, and wearing all the hats that it takes to be a head coach, especially in the SEC and, and everything you got to put up with, you know, put up with, manage, managing the program It is. is you know, the more I, I do this and the longer I'm around the sport, the more I marvel at coaches that are able to do it at a high level. What's key there? You know, whether it's, you know, compliance, recruiting, uh, everything that goes in, managing kids, you know, for you what is key there to do that, to be able to manage a program of stature at University of Tennessee?
3: Well, I'm, I, I think the big thing is, is all fan bases, I mean, the first thing they want to do is win, right? Sure. So they, they they want to have a winning football program. Where, uh, there's no secret that uh, the teams that win, um, and I've been on a lot of them that have, uh, they won because they had the best players uh, and had some of the um, the better players, right? So uh, there's a lot that goes into managing a program and having a plan, but it starts with the product that you're going to put out on the field, and uh, it starts with your players. Good job in recruiting, evaluating talent, and and, uh, and and character.
2: You know, Jeremy, as I look around college football and the team, you talk about the teams that win, the teams that invest and reinvest in their programs. Typically, are the ones that win at the highest level. You go out, you go back, and look at your staff this year. Who you guys were able to bring in, uh, the money you paid, you know, to, to bring in a Jim Cheney, a Derek Ansley, a T. Martin right across the board how do you like or what do you like most now about the mix of this staff
3: well um just starting on offense you know with jim t will chris david um brian um you know these guys number one they get along really well together uh they work well together they're great teachers uh good recruiters uh, you know and, and they want what's best for the players you know uh none of them have egos they're they're here to to help make tennessee uh be great again you know same thing defensively you know uh derrick kevin share Chris Rump, tracy rocker i mean and it's just top to bottom in our whole program you know uh most of us have worked together uh you know, you get up here and you start working and you look at the clock and it it says midnight, you know, and you're wondering where the day went. So you you enjoy being around. It's not like going to work. So uh, we've got some bright guys on our staff, um, and, and and I would put them up against anybody in the country.
4: How much do you feel like Coach Chaney? I mean, obviously he comes well acclaimed. He's done it every which way possible. Although he did admit to us in a media setting a couple of weeks ago that when he ran the uh, – uh, the uh, option one time, that's when he got, the little, uh, got a little heat. Um, just because he can coach all the different positions, Jeremy, how much does that just make everything easier when he can go help Will for a practice on the offensive line or go to the quarterbacks and help Chris or tight ends with Brian Niedermeyer, so on, so on and so forth?
3: Well, you know, if you look, all of our coaches, they all could all right? T Martin could coach the quarterbacks, the running backs, the offensive line. The wide receivers, um, uh, with, with all of our guys, right? They all can do that. That's what a football coach is. So, um, and if you can do that, you have better understanding of how to develop your guys. Uh, these guys could go, co- go coach on the other side of the ball. So we, we, we've got some very knowledgeable guys that are great teachers or good people. The players like them. Uh, and, and we're excited all to be together and have an opportunity to work together. You talked about
4: the big rotation of linemen that you had yesterday in the scrimmage, and, and I asked you a week or so ago just about the the I guess the guess quality depth that you have uh, along the offensive line now that maybe you did not have a year ago. H- how important is that? Because I know when you got here, as far as just pure bodies, it was low compared to what you are used to when you were at Alabama or Florida State and so on and so forth. Um, do you feel like you're kind of getting to that point? I know you're not there yet, but getting to that point where you feel like you know, hey, we we've got some real quality
3: depth uh, along the offensive trenches. Well, I I think we got some competition. You know, we're really about two deep uh, with competition. Uh, you need to be probably three deep uh, at that position, and and, and that, that's kind of the theme to our whole team. You know, uh, if you talk about having um, 33 guys on both sides of the ball, that's 66. You know, uh, it's you know we're we're not hard we're not there to where we got three deep at at every position and most of them just too deep, right? So, uh, but that's that's much better than where we were this time last year. I can assure you that. Take me through Eric Gray's
4: game when when you've watched him in fall camp. About what you thought coming in, more impressive. I mean, what just kind of break down what you saw out of him through the first uh, fifteen or so practices.
3: Eric's a mature guy um you know he he you don't have to tell him something but one time and he gets it uh he doesn't take any plays off uh he's a very good competitor um uh, he shows up every day to go to work um you know it, it just he 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 flashes he flashes as a as a runner he flashes as a blocker he flashes on special teams um you know, and, that, and that's what good football players are supposed to do. They're supposed to go to work. And, and um, you know, I'm sure Eric Gray's never run down and covered no kickoff before, uh, <laughs> you know, at Lausanne's high school. But, you know, he's doing it here, and he's doing it pretty good. You know, I mean, that's what a football player does. So, Does, um,
4: does the blocking part surprise you? I mean, just based off the fact that that, that may not be a, something he's really worked that hard at coming in just because he was always getting the ball. At high school,
3: no. Um, I mean, he Eric's a tough guy. He's very detailed. He's organized. Uh, again, he's a guy that has maturity to him. Um, you know, you don't have the success that he's had unless unless you're that type of guy. You know, um, so yeah, hey, he's a guy that um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure he had a 4.0 or a, a 3.9. You know GPA his first semester here too. I mean that's just kind of who he is. So, um, you know he's a guy with character and and works his tail off every single day. He's a team guy. Well,
2: Jeremy, we're gonna get you out here in a second. You know going back to Jim Cheney and and you mentioned Gray and some of these other guys. I know having known Jim and followed his coaching career for a while, one of the best things he does is get guys the football and get them get guys the football in situations and spaces where they can do something for it. And I'm sure as you were looking for an offensive coordinator last year, that's probably one of the things I would imagine about him that jumped out and the fact that he's done it at a high level at a bunch of different places.
3: Yeah, Jim, Jim he has. He's done it a bunch of different ways, and he does a really good job of figuring out who his playmakers are and finding a way to get them the ball and and, and not asking guys to do something that they can't do. You know, lots of times you – hey, here's our system, this is who we are. Uh, but you know what? If it, don't, if it don't fit, it's probably not a good system. You've got to figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are on both sides of the ball, and you need to play into that.
2: Well, Jeremy, man, we really appreciate the time. And I want, I want this out there for the record. I think your Fort Payne slash Rangeville English is exquisite. I just want that out there for the record, all right? <laughs> all
3: right, I appreciate it, Chris.
2: Listen, man, thanks a lot. We look forward to catching up. uh, And uh, I hope when you played golf this this past offseason with Austin, he didn't take too many mulligans or too many foot wedges out on the course.
3: I can tell you this, he was the best dressed on the course.
2: I guarantee you that. Probably a lot of master's apparel, too.
3: (laughs) Thanks, Jeremy, man. We appreciate it. See you,
2: bud. That's Jeremy Pruitt, the head football coach of Tennessee, spending some time with us here on the Nation our first show of the season, and again, we're, we're going back and forth. This is the 15th or 16th year, but we're here at the Knoxville Center, Texas Roadhouse. We'll you, go- you
4: talked about getting Bud Ford to figure this out. And bud's a now, now. Bud's back in the, in the sports information office as a historian. I am, I am urging, I have told Tom Sackoviak this and Zach Stipe, you know when they bring the band back for homecoming, I'm urging, this is my, my vision, Bud Ford leads the Monday press conference of homecoming week, for Jeremy Pruitt. And As a nice touch to the legend Bud Ford. And, and
2: I'll add another layer to that. Comes back with the Bud Stat of the Week. Yes. The Bud Stat of the Week. On, on the, the top Jeremy Bud. Pruitt
4: Show. Yes. All right,
2: let's do it. Like I getting, love this. We're late like getting into our first break. Certainly well worth it is Jeremy Pruitt with a great interview. We appreciate his time. We're at the Texas Roadhouse here at the Knoxville Center. This is our first break of our first show. We'll be back in just one minute. back here with our friends at Texas Roadhouse as I said we're at the Knoxville Center location Texas Roadhouse is your home for legendary food and legendary service 12 area East Tennessee restaurants so many good deals and food if you're hungry for a great deal Texas Roadhouse features 11 early dine entrees for less than ten dollars on Mondays through Thursdays until 6 p.m. you can choose from the six ounce sirloin barbecue chicken pulled pork dinner and many other favorites Bring the whole family to enjoy kids' night at Texas Roadhouse. Visit texasroadhouse.com to find out the details about your favorite location. Texas Roadhouse is your home for hand-cut steaks, fall-off-the-bone ribs, made-from-scratch sides and dressings, fresh baked bread, ice-cold beer, and legendary margaritas.
5: Right now, you can get five cents off every gallon of fuel every day. That's five cents off every gallon with Make It Count rewards from Marathon. Plus, you can earn points for additional savings on fuel, airfare, hotels, and more. It's quick and easy to join. Just visit makeitcount.com radio or download the free app. So start saving today with Make It Count from Marathon. Offer valid only at participating Marathon locations. Marathon, fueling the American spirit. When Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tunkin founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989, the idea was simple. Help people realize the American dream. 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing lender. Mortgage License 109111.
3: When it comes to the big orange, you want the score to be ahead at the end of the game. The same is true in flooring. That's why you want to
2: trust Frazier's Carpet One. Whether it's carpet, hardwood, luxury vinyl tile, or more. With Frazier's, the score will always be ahead and in your favor. So give us a call at 546-4850. Everything for the floor from the score you trust more, Frazier's. Fraser.
0: Tailgating and cheering on the volunteers, you can generate a mighty powerful thirst. Be the all-star of your next gridiron party by passing out some bottle Cold Coors Light to your Big Orange teammates. It's the winning edge to any good time in Tennessee. Two great things that were made for each other, Rocky Top and Rocky Mountain Cold Coors Light. Great beer, great responsibility. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing, who remind you when you crack open a Cold Coors Light, remember to celebrate responsibly. And as always, 21 means 21. This is the nation by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted on location by Texas Roadhouse. Now, back to Crescent
2: Austin. Welcome back in again. Our, our thanks to Mortgage Investors Group for making this show possible. You're doing folks with real offices, real people right here in Tennessee. They're committed to helping Tennesseans fulfill their dreams of home ownership. Their mortgage experts will find and structure the mortgage that best fits your needs, achieves your goals. Mortgage Investors Group wants you to be, they want to be your home lender. Are you buying a new home? You need to lower your home loan payment? Maybe you just need to pull out some cash out of the equity of your home. Let Mortgage Investors Group work for you. Go to migonline.com for the nearest office, equal housing lender, license 109111. All right, AP, give me your quick Cliffs Notes versions on um, thoughts on, on Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, I thought very clear that. He feels better about the makeup of this team, the speed, more bodies, still not where they need to be. I um, thought it was interesting he said that he feels like that the medical team's going to have a plan going into the season. They're hopeful they're going to have a plan where, at the very least, that Trey Smith you know, will be able to have a chance to play. Nothing's been decided here, there, there yet. You know, he hasn't had any contact. I know that's a question a lot of people have. Talked about the consistency that Jarrett Garantano has played with this camp. And I think it's it's pretty obvious in listening to talk about Eric Gray and some of the other playmakers with Jim Chaney added to the mix as offensive coordinator. And let's not forget you know, some of the other moves. Team Martin comes in overseeing the receivers. you got Chris Winkie as a quarterback's coach uh, that they will have more, I not want to say more weapons, but will look for different ways to get their playmakers of football.
4: Oh, no doubt. I just think that on the whole Jeremy Pruitt is much more comfortable than he ever was a year ago because, as he said, you know, you find out some things that you do really well, you find out some things you don't do so well, and you correct them. And uh, I think he feels more comfortable with his staff. I think he feels more comfortable just in his own skin when he deals with the media. When he, you know, when he comes on our show, you remember he came on a couple times last year. How much more energy did he have tonight than he did a year ago? I just think he's, he's just a different guy. Does that mean Tennessee wins more football games? No but I do think that it translates on down from his team when you hear the players talking about you know coach Pruitt you know being in all the different meetings and, and, and you know just his interaction yeah. with players on a day-to-day basis I think he's so much more comfortable with Jim Chaney as the OC than he ever was with Tyson Helton I he's just felt, and and he, and he's, and, he, and he, Derek Ansley's his guy I mean Ansley's learning a lot and learned a lot when he was at Alabama from Jeremy Pruitt now he's getting to call the defensive plays for Jeremy Pruitt as the head mm-hmm. coach of Tennessee, so I, I think that you know Tennessee is poised to take a step in the right direction this year. Does that mean they're going to win nine games? No. Does it mean that they should go bowling? Yes. The, the schedule sets up as such: seven of your first nine at home. You lose West Virginia. You replace them with BYU at home. You know, Mississippi State lost a ton of seniors off of last year's team. They replace Auburn. Kentucky lost a ton of seniors. Auburn or uh, Vanderbilt's replacing uh, their starting quarterback. They do have Keyshawn Bond back who is a phenomenal talent, but, you know, it, 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 it's it, – Drew Locke's gone. I mean, let's face it, Missouri will look different. They still may be just as good, but it will be a different kind of good with Kelly Bryant at quarterback than it ever was with Drew Locke because they're two different type of players. So, you know, Tennessee, I think schedule-wise, has got a chance to at least take a step in the right direction as a program, maybe turn the corner.
2: A Kelly Bryant who will not be sporting a Clemson National Championship ring, by the way. That's correct. Well, that story blew up, man. I told I – I'm, I'm to blame. Yes, I'll be you're the first, to blame. But I told Dabo, I warned Dabo, I said, listen, man, this thing's getting ready to go viral, and it did. But you know what?
4: It, it, I, don't, I see both sides as I having do too. a, a, it a been valid –
2: It would have been much easier for Dabo and much less fewer headaches just to, to send him a championship ring. You're right. But but in, in his words to me, Chris, I believe you got to be on the team to get a championship here, ring, here, and he wasn't thing. on the team.
4: He, he was on the team, though, for four games that and helped lead them to four victories that helped get them into the college football playoff. And and you can't take credit for doing the right thing and looking out for the best interest of the kid by letting him know four games in they were going to go to Trevor Lawrence, which did allow him to make a decision for himself right. to look, look elsewhere. Gave
2: him a chance to, and, to, to extend and his then, career. And
4: then blame and then take it out on the kid for not being well, there I don't later.
2: Th- I don't think they're taking it out. Well, you, on know,
4: what I, well, but you know what I'm saying, though. I you think
2: know. what's happened I, – honestly, I think what happened is – and, and, again, you know, you're not going to hear any players come out and and, and bash either side because Debo told me repeatedly, that, hey, I love the kid. I hope he has a great year at Missouri. But he did what was best for Kelly Bryant. And you know what? I can't blame him. I think he did do what was best for Kelly Bryant to, to leave and go. But he it was his decision. He didn't get cut. He didn't get told he was never going to play again. And and I think, again, it, we could sit here all day and debate that. But here, And we're going to go to break here in a minute. And it's never this easy, Austin, as you look at a schedule. It never breaks down this easy. I know everybody says, well, what's going to happen? What are the key games? As I look at their schedule here in August, and things look a lot, tend to look a lot different sometimes in October, November, they do in August, I think there's two keys. Number one, you got to win all your non-conference games, meaning you better beat BYU at home. Number two. You got to go at least two and one against Kentucky, Vandy, and Missouri.
4: Yes, and I think the key to that is, and, I, and, and Eric Kane's producing our show, and I heard him say this the other day on the Sports Animal in Knoxville. And so I'm a hundred percent agreement because I've been saying the same thing. I think the key game in this stretch for Tennessee is Mississippi State because I think if, if you okay, if you chalk up the four non-conference games as wins, that means Tennessee's no matter what happens in Gainesville and at home against Georgia, Tennessee's three and two. Playing Mississippi State, if you beat the Bulldogs, you're 4-2 and two playing Bama. Bama's Bama. You exit that game. You're above five hundred exiting Bama mm-hmm. with five to go against teams. As you just said, you've got to get wins over South Carolina, Bandy, Kentucky.
2: Yeah, I think you got to go at least 2-1 and one against Mizzou, Kentucky, at least 2-1 and one against South yeah, Carolina. I Kentucky, think you've got to turn the Bandy, corner against South Carolina. You're, well, and, you're,
4: and, you're winless against Wilmot And You Kent. can
2: look at that combination however you want to do it. But Powered by the T, it's the theme for the official 2019 Tennessee football fan shirt. And it's on sale now. Get geared up for game day and pick up a Powered by the T t-shirt at Vol shops on campus or other participating retailers like Alumni Hall, Hound Dogs, Food City, or Cracker Barrel Old Country stores. We're late for a break. Let's take it right now. We're at the Knoxville Center, Texas Roadhouse. You're listening to The Nation. Hey, fans, VolWallart.com, the official online photo store. The Vols is proud to offer the official 2019 Tennessee Football Media Guide. This 425-page book takes you inside Tennessee football like no other. That's the official 2019 Tennessee Football Media Guide. Get yours to today at VolWallart.com.
4: Mortgage Investors Group is the number one residential mortgage lender in the state because they offer superior customer service and their mortgage professionals take pride in finding solutions personalized for you. As your home team lender, the local loan officers at MIG are experts in the market. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance, Mortgage Investors Group offers a winning game plan. To get pre qualified or for information about our locations across Tennessee, visit MIGOnline.com. Equal Housing Lender, license 109111.
6: This is Ball for Life Rayon Neal for my friends at Tennessee LASIK. In football, a running back has to have great vision. With it, we pile up the stats. When it comes to your vision, trust Dr. Stewart and the team at Tennessee LASIK. I did, and life on and off the field has never looked better. From the initial consultation to the procedure and post-op checkups, Tennessee LASIK is my MVP. To
1: schedule your free consultation, visit them online at tnlasik.com. See the
3: difference at
1: Tennessee LASIK.
3: It takes talent and grit to win a sports championship,
2: and the same is true in flooring. With our master installers and flooring experts, Frazier's brings the best team to your floor. Call us at 546-4850 to win the new floor championship. Everything for the floor from the team you trust more, Frasier's.
1: Volvans, Vans, this season is a time to enjoy the refreshing championship taste of Dos Equis Cerveza, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Dos Equis has been crafting its famous beer as long as the Vols have been playing football. We're talking over a century of game day greatness. That's tradition you can taste. Distributed across Big Orange Country by Cherokee Distributing. Who remind you to please enjoy Dos Equis responsibly.
0: This is the Nation, presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse. Now back to
2: Chris and Austin. Welcome back into the Nation. It's great to be back on. uh, My good buddy Austin Price and our crack staff, Eric Kane. By the way, I, you, Jay Lyford, You know, I would say our A plus staff, but I can't say A plus staff because Thomas Lyford is not here tonight. And when Thomas is here, just does it just seem like to you that things just run about as smoothly as they possibly can?
4: Well, yeah, because he keeps Jay focused. That's Otherwise right. Jay's over there eating his salad and not paying attention.
2: So, so Jay, tell Thomas we missed him tonight, okay?
4: What <laughs> AP? I'll say this. You know, it, you let me. We we played in a benefit golf scramble a couple of weeks ago. Um, to honor the late Pierce Corcoran, and, and that was such a neat to see his family and to see everybody kind of wrap their arms around DJ and, and his wife and got to play with your dad, you know. Who was the, and, be- and, and, who was it, the it, best player in the force, so I certainly didn't help him. There's any. no doubt about it. I, Brent Hub's going to ask me, how did, how did it go? And I said, well, 82-year-old Ted Lowe was the guy that gave me the most help. So If, if I would have been
2: playing my own ball that day, I might have shot a 115 if I were lucky. But, hey, we have those days on the golf I, I course. Do we, want, can't all, we, we can't all be as good as you and Pruitt on the golf course.
4: I, yeah, I know. I, I do want to say a, a quick a, a quick word about my good friend Justin Price, who's the head coach at Campbell County. His son, Jack, was uh, five months old, uh, found out at a, uh, uh, just a, a regular five-month checkup that uh, he was uh, diagnosed with leukemia uh, this week. Uh, he's uh, right now in uh, Children's Hospital in Knoxville, and uh, – want to send out all the prayers to him so if you're out there listening and you can say a prayer for uh, baby Jack I would appreciate it uh, he needs it uh, good news is uh you know his white blood cell count uh, was uh, three hundred and fifty thousand or a little above uh, a couple of days ago and uh, it's down to uh i think uh, thirty one thousand uh today and uh and I believe that's all god's prayer and, and and everybody so we appreciate everybody continuing to pray for baby Jack and hopefully uh he is uh back kicking and and, and and he's smiling right now but he, he's back you know growing like a weed before you know it and, and out of that hospital so uh prayers and, and thoughts out to that family um chris uh, let's turn our attentions to recruiting uh tennessee picked up a big commitment on friday four-star bj ojalary picks tennessee he's the second uh, marietta commitment in this class to go along with harrison bailey uh, the third in two years when you go back to last year's class with Romel keaton and if they can hit The trifecta in this class with five-star tight end Eric Gilbert, then uh, Jeremy Pruitt, Brian Niedermeyer, and the whole staff will be uh, ecstatic because that means they'll have uh, had a clean sweep at Marietta with those uh, three talented players. Coming up this week, you've got the decisions of Trayvon Ripka in the mid-state. That's Tennessee or Kentucky. Uh, And then, of course, you've got a safety who is uh, extremely high on Tennessee's board to pair with uh, Keyshawn Lawrence, uh, Mordecai McDaniel, who's out of the Baltimore area, He'll decide between Tennessee, Florida, and Penn State coming up on Wednesday. So uh, just a couple of big decisions coming up this week. And, of course, Tennessee got that big decision on Friday when they got B.J. Ogilar.
2: Well, and, you know, and listen, for long-time Tennessee fans, there's no big secret. When Tennessee was winning championships, they got great players out of the state of Georgia. Yeah. You know, and and, as, as, and I was just at Georgia and spent some time with Kirby last week. As great as they're recruiting there, they can't get every player. Okay, Alabama's going to be down there recruiting, but there's so many good football players in Georgia. But as long as you're swimming in those waters, the same waters that that Georgia and Auburn and Alabama and Clemson are down there recruiting, because again, there's a ton of great football players down there. And that's right. That tells you you're recruiting the same guy. And I tell you what that does to me is this is your favorite time of the show. Austin Price's absolute favorite part of the show. The Marathon Marathon Question of the the week. Week. With a full tank of freedom, you can find your own highway and discover the true spirit of the American Road Marathon fueling the American spirit and AP you hit on some of these names already uh, before we got into the marathon question of the week but as you look at where Tennessee goes from now or where they go from here in recruiting we've got some momentum and Jeremy touched on this in the first segment that they have got better competition than they've had on the practice field but they ain't where they need to be if you're going to start beating Alabama and Georgia and the like on the field where do you think they go from here and what will be critical Not just names, but positions and some of the guys that are key on their board.
4: Well, critical was Friday when they got that elite speed guy coming off the edge that can help replace a guy like Daryl Taylor in Ojolari. Um, If they can add, to me, this is a great year in state, uh, and it's specifically good at the line of scrimmage. Um, You know, when you look at the fact they've already got Cooper Mays committed, if they can land Tyler Barron, who's a Knoxville Catholic product defensive lineman, Jay Hardy, Defensive lineman in Chattanooga, Macaulay. Those two are, 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 are pivotal. Then you've got Rivka, who will make his decision on Tuesday. And no matter who he picks, that recruitment won't be over until you know he signs in December. If he picks Kentucky, Tennessee, will keep swinging. If he picks Tennessee, Kentucky, will keep swinging. Then you've got Big Omari Thomas, defensive lineman out of um, Briarcrest out in Memphis. Reggie Grimes, another top player like B.J. Ojolari, who's a speed guy coming off the edge, plays for Ravenwood in Nashville. And then Chris Morris, offensive uh, lineman who <laughs> lives in Memphis, he's now going to West Memphis, Arkansas, uh, having, to, having transferred high schools, but he's still, in my mind, an in-state kid. If you can land the lion's share of those defensive linemen, Chris, that's how you flip this thing around. Because winning at the line of scrimmage, you harp on this year in, year out. When you go to Alabama or Auburn or Clemson or Georgia or so on and so forth, how their linemen just look different. If you can land those players and you're competing against Ohio State for Tyler Barron and Oklahoma for Tyler Barron and Georgia for Jay Hardy and, uh, and, and, you know, South Carolina and Alabama for Reggie Grimes and Kentucky for Trayvon Rivka, if you land the in-state group of linemen, that's how this thing gets flipped around. That's the key, in my opinion, for Tennessee to turn the corner. They, I think they have a chance to turn it a little bit this year, but long-term – and not to be just kind of a quick turn and then revert back. Right. To, to officially make that move, you've got to land this group of linemen, and if you do that, then I think Tennessee's uh, at least establishing themselves at the line of scrimmage, which is something they've not had in a long time.
2: Yeah, and i tell you what, I'm so blessed to do what I do. I know you feel the same way for a living, but to be able to go last week and, and in, a, in a span of a week, I'm with Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson, three of the top five programs in college football, And you're right. Those teams up front look different than everybody else. And just you mentioned Cooper Mays. His brother, Cade Mays, was a freshman All-American last year, great football player. Well, guess what? He's battling for a starting spot on the George offensive line. He's been working with Ben Cleveland and right guard. Now, the good thing about Cade is he can play center. Kirby was telling me center, guard, tackle. Probably the most versatile guy they have. But that tells you all you need to know about their depth and the way they've recruited that a guy that was a freshman All-American last year Cade, Cade, okay, Cade Mays is not even assured right now he's going to play a lot of football. But, but the other guy guard, the left guard, Kenley, may be one of the best guards in America. Yep. Okay, Their left side of their, of their offensive line, Andrew Thomas and Solomon Kenley, good luck and get through theirs. But, but again, that's exactly what you're saying. Yep. That's the kind of depth and competition you've got to create to get to that point where you're playing for championships. Let's go
4: ahead and take our break right here, our third and final break tonight on The Nation. When we come back, we've got a special guest. One of the top players in the state of Tennessee will join us. Jay Hardy out of Chattanooga-McCauley will join us on the other side here on The Nation. There you go, Austin Price full of birdies and full of surprises. We'll be back in just a minute.
2: Hey, fans, this season enjoy the refreshing taste of Coors Light and Dos Equis. Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. It's made to chill, and Dos Equis is the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Both these great brands distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. Celebrate responsibly, and 21 means 21.
1: Hey, Tennessee fans, there's a new player in town. Your favorite Blue Bunny ice cream is now available in Neyland Stadium and at Thompson Bowling Arena. It's time to sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny. Made in the ice cream capital of the world, Blue Bunny offers more than 500 varieties of ice cream and novelties. Look for your favorite Blue Bunny products at participating retailers across the state or at concession stands inside Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. Sack your sweet tooth with Blue Bunny.
6: There's something out there for you and me And the American
5: road is calling so it gonna be hey it's in a may in May traveling our
6: own highway no matter where it leaves us we can smile because it's leaning in the mind marathon fueling the American spirit
5: when Chrissy Ray and Chuck Tuncan founded Mortgage Investors Group in 1989 the idea was simple help people realize the American dream 29 years and 115,000 clients later, Mortgage Investors Group is the number one lender in Tennessee. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to do your mortgage, but it does take a promise. At MIG, it is their joy to keep promises. Go to MIGonline.com and let them get started on your American dream today. MIG is an equal housing
0: lender. Mortgage License 109111 tailgating and cheering on the volunteers you can generate a mighty powerful thirst be the all-star of your next gridiron party by passing out some bottle cold coors light to your big orange teammates it's the winning edge to any good time in tennessee two great things that were made for each other rocky top and rocky mountain cold coors light great beer great responsibility distributed across big orange country by cherokee distributing who remind you when you crack open a cold gore's light remember to celebrate responsibly and as always 21 means 21 you're listening to the nation with chris Lowe of espn.com and austin price of volquest.com presented by
2: mortgage investors group all right thank you for spending part of your sunday evening with us right here on the nation it's great to be back and that will remind fans for the best selection of Big Orange merchandise touchdown at Hound Dogs in West Knoxville. Locally owned and operated, Hound Dogs is your one stop shop for all things Big Orange. To find out more, text HD Radio to 64600. That's HD Radio to 64600. When it's time to get geared up for game day, just think Hound Dogs. And now, AP, who shot, what did you shoot about 63 today? Uh, no. You don't play on Sundays. I I did
4: not play on Sundays, but I did play at the honors course in Chattanooga on uh, Thursday, which is where we're going now. You can hear the nation each week on Talk Radio 102.3 WGOW. And down in Chattanooga is one of the best players in the country and one of the best players in the state, Macaulay, defensive lineman, and not a shabby tight end, Jay Hardy. (laughs) Jay, Jay, welcome to the show. What's up? Jay, just talk to me about where you're at in your recruitment. Obviously, uh, you're starting to slow some – things down as your senior year kicks off? Just you kind of focusing on four or five teams and kind of going from there?
6: Yes, sir. I'm probably going to get ready for these officials and then try to make my mind up from there.
4: When you sit down and and talk with your parents and kind of go over things, what are going to be the important things in your decision? Is it playing time? Is it the coach you're playing for? Is it academics? What is it for
6: you? It's going to be like the best fit for me. Playing time is really not going to matter for me right now until I get there. So when, when
4: it comes down to, to, to looking at Tennessee, what impresses you about Jeremy Pruitt and his program? What do you like about Tennessee? And uh, specifically, what do you like about Tracy Rocker, the defensive line coach?
6: I like Coach Rocker a lot. He's going to be tough on me. He's going to care about me too. And then I like what Coach Pruitt is doing with the, the program now, turning around.
2: You know, what's the toughest part of the recruiting process for you? I mean, some, some kids love it. They get into it. Some kids just run from it. You, obviously, you want to make the best decision for you, but what's the what's been the hardest part for you?
6: Just trying to, like, find the best fit and don't, not letting, like, some coach get into my head tell me I'm the best in the world and all that.
4: Jay, when I, when I look, you know, back at this 2020 class, uh, specifically in-state, a lot of talented linemen, whether it be Cooper Mays, you, Tyler Barron, uh, Omari Thomas, Trayvon Ripka, Um, Reggie Grimes uh, just some talented guys that you know can can get to the quarterback or protect the quarterback Um, uh, have you guys kind of just you know talked about you know I know the staff has hit on you all being kind of that group that you know really turns this thing around as far as turns the corner especially at the line of scrimmage but is that something as a group that you guys have kind of talked about when you've been at a junior day or or just been up 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 on campus for a visit
6: we got a group chat where we talk about it, it's me, Keyshawn, Reggie, Tyler, Cooper, Amari, all of us. All us.
4: Right, let's, let's, let's flip it to the high school season. Uh, obviously, you got some big games. You have Knoxville Catholic on the schedule. You're going, of course, have the big rivalry game with Chattanooga Baylor. Um, what, yeah, what are you I mean, looking most forward to about your senior year, and what's one thing Jay Hardy has not done at the high school level that you want to get done this fall?
6: So I'm probably gonna look forward to the. I'm looking forward to the Baylor game. It's gonna be a crazy one. Now that they had Elijah, so and they got a new quarterback, so they're gonna have a big threat. And then plus they got a good offensive line. And then probably just competition with everybody in the league. Ensworth with Keyshawn, nice Catholic with Tyler and Cooper. B A got a lot of talent. We we'll probably got one of the toughest schedules in the state. Is, is
4: there a, is there a kind of a friendly rivalry between you and Barron or you and Cooper or? or you and Keyshawn, and when you guys go up against each other, is, is, is it all in good fun, or, or does the competition really kind of get revved up to where you're like, you know, we're buddies, but we'll be buddies after the game. Right now
6: it's, it's, yeah. it's full on. Yeah, we're always trying to kill each other in the game. Me and Tyler got into it last year against Android in the playoffs, and then me and Keyshawn got to talking, and then we were good after the game.
4: I guess in a perfect world, when when, when would you love to have the last official visit taken and and a decision made? I mean, are you going to try to take some early in the the college football season on on weekends so you can kind of get closer to a decision?
6: It'll probably, like, be, yeah, during the beginning and the middle of the season. I'll probably make my decision probably when the season is over.
4: Uh, Will it be your parents that you rely most on?
6: Yeah, my parents and my brother. since my brother went through the same, uh, he went through recruitment too, like me.
4: Yeah, Kevin Cooper, former fullback in yeah, Tennessee. Perfect. Yeah. Is, does, 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 does he want to see you in orange?
6: He does, but then he wants me to make the best decision possible too.
4: Well, good deal, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on The Nation tonight. And, of course, that's on 102.3 WGOW down in Chattanooga. And uh, have a good luck and, and, and make sure you have some fun against uh, – those uh, other recruits that you'll be playing against this fall.
6: Thank you. I got you. All right.
2: Well, we appreciate that. I tell you what, I, I can't imagine being that age and, and having that type of decision in front of you. And you got all these people, like you said, you know, telling you how great you are and you know, pulling at you and tugging at you. And that's why it's so important to have people around you. And He mentioned his family that you can lean on and, and give you decisions. And, then, and invariably there are going to be people who – who are mad because you don't go where they want you to go. But, you know, I've done this long enough, and you have now. Kids got to go where they think they're going to be happy. Well, AP, we're about two minutes away from our first show being on the wrap. I'm headed to the Ohio State University tomorrow. Not Ohio State, but the Ohio State University tomorrow.
4: They're they're copywriting that.
2: So I'll have a pretty good idea of uh, Clemson, Bama, Georgia. The Ohio State, and also Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. You get, and it's a good chance. It's a good opportunity to sort of see programs at the top, you know, and, and what they've done. Gundy was pretty interested last week when I was with him talking about Tennessee's courtship of him, uh, and uh, the mullet. He's rocking that mullet about as long as he ever has. And I want to say this before we get out here, and I say this every year at this time. It's impossible for me to do this show every. Sunday night, but certainly the first Sunday every year without thinking back to my good friend, Evan Huston Jr. He was a friend. He was a mentor. This show was his brainchild when we started it back 15 or 16 years ago with Brent Hubbs, and it had so many good people involved, Brent, John Bryce, you, and, uh, all the people from at IMG and the Vol Network, uh, uh, but it, what an honor it is to do the show and do it in Edward's memory. I know that he's listening down from heaven right now. And I just want to say, Edwin, we love you, we miss you, and we think about you all the time. And I know those thoughts are shared by everybody over at IMG and the Vol Network who had the honor and the great pleasure to work with Edwin.
4: No doubt. And uh, we appreciate Steve Early, Brandon Parks, Glenn Thaxton, everybody at the Vol Network, and a special happy birthday to Madison Parks, Brandon's youngest daughter. She is four this week so happy birthday to her she had a pony party this afternoon
2: well thanks for everybody from listening we couldn't do it without you we'll be right back here next sunday at the texas roadhouse at knoffel center we hope it's a wonderful sunday evening for everybody
4: so long
0: Chris Lowe of ESPN.com and Austin Price of Rivals and VolQuest.com Presented by Mortgage Investors Group and hosted by Texas Roadhouse
1: Sponsored by Mortgage Investors Group Celebrating 30 years and the number one lender in the state of Tennessee Learn more at MIGOnline.com By Texas Roadhouse Your home for legendary food and legendary service 12 area East Tennessee restaurants By Marathon Discover how a full tank of freedom from Marathon will take you wherever you go. Marathon, fueling the American spirit by Tennessee LASIK Associates, proud supporter of the Tennessee Volunteers. See the difference with Tennessee LASIK by Blue Bunny Ice Cream, available in Neyland Stadium and Thompson Bowling Arena. And by Dos Equis, the official beer sponsor of the college football playoff. Keep it interessante and please enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Distributed across the Volunteer State by Cherokee Distributing. The nation has also brought to you by. Brought to you locally by Great Clips. Save time with online check-in. Bud's Gun Shop and Range in Sevierville. TVA Energy Right Solutions. Heritage Realty. Denso Manufacturing in Athens and Maryville. Planet Fitness, proud corporate sponsor of the Tennessee Vols. Shoreline Church. Kroger. Fresh food, low prices. Your volunteer Buick GMC dealers and ANL RV Sales. Home of the Lifetime Warranty.
0: Join us again next Sunday across the Volunteer State for more news on Com-